In space, no one can hear you scream. Unless you're getting macheted by Jason, because we're talking Jason X. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's guilty movie pleasure. <laughs> oh, that's that psycho. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a, a different movie. <laughs> just like a really ominous Lamaze class. That's what it is. Oh, that's an interesting... Hey! That's an interesting comparison. Interesting way to start it, isn't it? Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, welcome to Guilty Movie Pleasures. I am your host, Ben Begley, and with me, as always... Jesse McIntosh. Yes! 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 We did it! Yes! We did a real intro, guys! Oh, that was highly successful. Oh, highly successful. You know, I'm just preparing for if we have a guest next week. We'll see. We um, shall see. I'm trying to not lock one in. We shall see, but uh, today... In honor of Friday the 13th. Tom Han- is it Tom Hanks? Can yeah. I guess who the guest is going to be? Tom Hanks. Tom yeah, Hanks? Tom Hanks. And we're covering um, uh, Castaway. That's actually an excellent movie. One of the scariest movies the I've scar- ever seen. <laughs> Made me uh, definitely... I actually dressed as uh, Tom Hanks from Castaway for Halloween in college, but I, was, I had body issues, so I, didn't, I had a t-shirt on. I didn't go full. I went loincloth with a t-shirt that said, I'm a Castaway, and I had a Wilson doll. <laughs> I was going to say, if Wilson you have a ball. shirt on, how could you... Like, that's the most identifying... Well, I learned either way, when you do that around college kids, they're assholes, and they tried to rip my loincloth off and steal Wilson all night, so it was terrible. Oh, that's sweet. Don't do it. Excuse me. Anyways, uh, hey, so in honor of Friday the 13th being last week, because we like to plan things that way. We honor things. uh, We put out, and also because we put out a Twitter poll to see what movie people wanted us to do, and Halloween 3 will be either next week or the week after. But uh, Jason X was far, it was ahead by leaps and bounds. We had uh, Jason X, um, <clears throat> Halloween 3, Bride of Chucky, and then and then I think I said some soft film. Yeah, that was my favorite, <laughs> is that you were so specific about which <laughs> of the other franchises you wanted to do. What? And then you were like, or, I don't know, pff, Saw. That's probably why no one voted, because yeah. I was like, a Saw film? And here's why, because actually a buddy of mine wrote the new Jigsaw, and I'm really excited to see it, but I don't... So- Tom Hanks? Uh, no, Josh Stolberg. Tom, Shout out oh, to Josh Stolberg. He directed me in The Hungover Games. Shout out. Another comedy classic. Uh, not that Jigsaw is a comedy classic, but uh, I've only seen Saw and then the final one. I've never seen any of the other ones. So. Oh, so you just ate the bread of the Saw sandwich. <laughs> just like, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I will take the bread with no crust. No crust, no please. Crust. I'm Anyways, a child. We're talking Jason X today, which is Jason in Space, the 10th Jason film. Uh, I remember I, I bought this... I own this DVD. This is mine. Every DVD that comes in here, by the way, is mine. It's from my collection. I owned it prior. Rarely do I buy anything for the show. That's, that's, that's just, kind of defensive. Did anyone defensive. else feel that? Like we've all fuck been, you. This yeah. is mine. Like I think we all assume this that, is right? mine. Yeah. <laughs> Unnecessary. <laughs> Very aggressive Jesus. today, and I don't know why. It's uh, the Pokeball it was that from Walk that I had. Yeah. Uh, anyways, when I when I saw this, I remember thinking it was I thought it was stupid as hell, and and I didn't appreciate how cheesy and um, ridiculous it is, and also how it's this movie is basically alien. If instead of an alien stalking everyone, it's Jason Voorhees. And watching it again last night, I thought it was hilarious. I think that this is one of my favorite of the Friday the Thirteenth series uh, of the whole series because. 
it a gets right to the point where every other movie takes like 40 minutes of really long boring setup of characters you know are just going to get murdered this movie doesn't even bother to really introduce it, anybody it, it doesn't they just at all in the first scene with the ship when she's first um brought in and they're both brought in uh still cryogenically frozen there's like 400 characters that are introduced and i, I think i even wrote it down i was like who the fuck are all these people yeah i i almost texted you and like i'm generally bad with like recapping the kills in the three minute summary but for this one i was like i like there's they, too many there were just like a bunch of anonymous people killed and so i don't <laughs> really remember what order or what it's happened the, it's the highest body count i actually took i actually got the the statistics on this i i read some imdb i did some homework for this week's episode Ooh. uh and there were um oh the bfg there's a lot of stuff the the screenwriter um big friendly giant big fucking gun got he it. did a lot of things from uh everquest from his buddies who were that's why they all sound like video game uh, screen names or avatars because most of the characters names were his online friends in the PC game EverQuest (laughs) and I think there was where is it there was oh murders 28 people in this there's 28 kills in this movie a lot of people not including the the, the docking ship that blows up that kills hundreds of people well does it count Jason getting killed and then being yeah and then being reincarnated twice well technically he doesn't die the second time we'll get to that i mean he gets limb from limb i love this movie because it's it's the definitive guilty movie pleasure uh it it's ridiculous it it makes fun of itself it knows what it is and i think it's better than some of the shittier friday the 13th not that there aren't some good entries in there but some of them get really just shitty and this one knows what it is and makes fun of itself now, now that I've given it so much praise, I'm so excited to hear your take on it, Jesse. Uh, well, I haven't seen it yet, so Perfect. This, yeah. yeah, no, I was. Um, is this is nothing like Malcolm X? <laughs> I just also want to say that this is a totally. This is not in that series. Not the sequel. I didn't realize was his brother. I thought yeah. <laughs> Malcolm <laughs> X's brother, Jason X. Yeah, he did. He did fewer things. He's less recognized by history, but still an important man. Um, no, this is part of the Jason series. I found out very quickly. Um, <laughs> I so. <laughs> so just say how you feel no i i am I'm trying to think because like there were parts that i liked and there were parts that i didn't like and i think it honestly it did a better job than i felt like hatchet did last week in being creative yes. with the ways it utilized jason right? and the ways it, it he was able to dispose of all 20 kills people. are really cool they were interesting yeah. yeah um and Especially the VR kill, because at first I was like, oh, that looks really shitty. Yeah. When he cuts the one guy down the middle and he's still talking and the other guy's head gets cut off. And I'm like, all right, they've gone too far. And then I'm like, oh, it's all a simulation. Right. That's awesome. And that was cool. And it set up a cool scene later where they like were the fooling. The best scene in yeah. the whole movie. Yeah. We'll get to that. The Camp um, Crystal Lake scene. And like sort of like you said, they um, they don't care about introducing anyone. There's no reason for us to get to know these people. And this was, that was part of my grief with hatchet was that we didn't know any of these people. And so we, we didn't care when they died. And this one, it was, there were so many people that I, it almost, it would have been too much for them to give anyone extra attention. It was just like, here are a bunch of people that are going to die. Yeah. Um, and so it sort of like set expectations up from the beginning of like, you don't need to know these people. You know what you're going to get. Hatchet, I would say spends, a very long time sort of building up people but not well, really. Well, like building up people but not but with specific, joke, like yeah like with like bad jokes. They they set up stereotypes rather than like building up the people. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um but so for this one there wasn't any of that. There I don't necessarily feel like a lot of the time like this is sort of how I felt with Machete. I don't necessarily feel like they 
were making fun of themselves the whole time. What? Like some of it, sure. Oh no. Um, but there was also some of. Well, then when some of it was holding wasn't... on, and in the in the air is being sucked out of the hole that he's that Jason is punched through in the hub of the ship. Yeah, and she goes, "This really sucks." Right. And then she gets sucked out, and it's just like somehow just like a couple pieces of flesh, like right. That physically, that's impossible. Well, you don't and know also, that. Are you a doctor? And you also, don't know that. why is no one else still like? Why is everybody else able to hold on by just limbs? Just, just by holding hands. For uh, context of this scene, in towards the end, Jason machetes or punches a hole in the the outside of the ship, and it starts sucking everybody out. And the one party girl uh, gets yells, "Wow, this really sucks!" And then a grate goes up there first, and then she apparently her entire body goes through this a grate this big. Enough force to suck her Bones. entirely through the grate. Her, where'd her skull go? Yeah. It would have been even cooler if like the skin went through and then her skeleton just dropped. Notes. We have notes. notes. We have notes for you, um, Todd no, Farmer. No, but what, what I mean is that like some parts of it were self-aware and some parts of it just, um, I don't think, either were and missed the mark mm-hmm. or they were just done poorly i think it was trying to and for me it succeeded at being a jason film but winking at a jason film too because like a spoof of a jason film utilizing jason without going full spoof Mm -hmm. i feel like it was a self-aware jason film without going so far that it's a parody yeah i mean i like you would have rather just been a straight comedy or 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 leaned harder not necessarily here's the thing is like those moments that you're talking about like when she gets sucked through the grate those are very clearly like we are we are heightening and we are mm-hmm. amping up what we normally do. Mm-hmm. There are like sections of dialogue which are still like very clunky and very like we don't care about this and we're not making fun of the genre yeah. or like winking at anything. We're just bad at this. So you're saying, yeah, the clunky patches you would want you wish that that was as polished as some of the more referential jokes. Here's, yeah, so here's what it is. If, what if you and I? What if this was the movie that ended this show? What if somehow <laughs> I have such a love for Jason X? I was like, "Fuck you! It's perfect." It's not, by the way. I'm just trying to scream as much as possible and be as aggressive as possible yeah. in the first five. Um, I mean, that would be completely justified if that's what happened. <laughs> I I don't think anyone would have an argument with that. I for this whole time, I've thought you've been stealing those DVD covers. So if if this is what it is, then this is what it is. I just go to Staples and I. Get can you print this out in color? And they're like, sir, that's illegal. No, it's not. It's from a show. Yeah, don't worry it's about just it. just empty boxes. No, there's a DVD in there. Anyways. Um, that, there's a, that's a blank disc. You <laughs> have it printed disc. out to the adhesive. It's such an elaborate scam. DVD cover I want well. people to think I own everything. <laughs> so I spend $7 to print all this up. But you legit only have one, so you have to peel it off after every episode and reapply the next week. <laughs> and after a while, it's like four, yeah. 14 discs thick. <laughs> it's like my car registration. <laughs> just like st- <laughs> sticking all my license. Oh, shit. This but, is my favorite stuff of the show. But so, but no, so I'm not saying that, uh, that I wish they would have ironed it out, but having the self-awareness of knowing like we're not great at this like when we're not trying to mm-hmm. nudge at ourselves yeah. so like maybe just turn the volume up on that part a yeah, little yeah, bit yeah. more do you know what i mean like I that. turn that dialogue it's definitely like move, yeah, just move through this stuff till we get to yeah, a better beat yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. turn that stuff I up to, I to let's keep poking at ourselves yeah. um but all of that to say i think this was executed better than hatchet was really? i appreciated okay. this for what it was a little more just and Kind of like what I said with the killer clowns in outer space. Yeah, you like Jason's in outer space, so like you just know already. <laughs> you instantly like, know what you're getting. You get. know what you're getting yeah. into. This is going to be fucking stupid. Which this the craziest thing is, how did this get made? 
and distributed in theaters. And this isn't like a knockoff Leprechaun in space straight to DVD feature. This went to theaters. Right. And like, <laughs> could you imagine that nowadays? Um, Absolutely no, not. No. No. And I think it's just this awesome anomaly that this movie, I actually, it sets up a sequel. And I would love to see Jason in the future just fucking people up. In the in, swamp. In the future. In a future Crystal Lake. Yeah. In Earth 2 Crystal Lake. This movie borrows so much. And having recently rewatched Alien and all that after Alien Covenant came out, it was like all the characters even were like basically just lifted from Alien. Like the guy with the cowboy hat. Mm-hmm. The kind of botanist tubular guy. And then there's... There, everybody had like double. So Everyone there was like, also desperately wanted to fuck. Everybody. Like this, It was an unbelievably sexually tense everybody. ship. Well, I mean, when you dress your students in just like... Yeah. Everybody's wearing like super skimpy outfits and it's like, that's not... Students wouldn't wear that. It's the future. You it's don't know future. this. Yeah. It's the future. They don't need to cover their midriffs yeah, in the future. No, that's It's become evolutionarily... <laughs> Evolution. unviable to cover your major um <laughs> it's just everybody's dressed so provocative for this school of uh people who are space researchers yeah because why wouldn't they be they all want to fuck all the time like there's no I mean, that's kind of college in general people are just in teenage years and stuff yeah but so in and we'll get into the plot but just um to yeah. touch on a specific moment when they're like when they first get the cry- cryogenically frozen yeah. people <laughs> and they're like doing the work on it and then the girl comes in and he's like or the guy comes yeah. in and they're like we're gonna go fuck they Deuces. start making out yeah. on jason's co- like cryogenically frozen corpse yeah. like mm, nothing gets me going like a g-. and nobody thinks it's weird or remotely suspicious that there's a dude frozen with a giant machete. No, they're like, we should probably melt that. Well, let's melt that guy. Let's figure this Bring out. Yeah, this woman in the pantsuit. Yeah. Let's figure her out first. But that, that other guy, I'm sure he's nothing. He was likely protecting himself from her. <laughs> exactly. That's probably what happened. That's probably what happened. Yeah, I'm let's no detective. Do, let's do the but... plot in under three minutes, and uh, and then we're going to get into this, because there are a ton of kills. I wish I had starred every one of them, because I'm going to miss some, I'm sure. But... Are we ready in the booth? What if that's the reason this show ended? Like, you didn't fucking start didn't the st- kills, Ben. Remember how long it took me to put numbers next to the sound clips? It took, like, three years. All right. Okay, so we're introduced to Jason. He's being hung up in this futuristic uh, laboratory, but it's really just like an empty warehouse where he's chained up kind of Hannibal Lecter style. And they're like, we got to freeze this guy. And then the dude's like, ugly mug. And he covers him up. And the one pantsuit rowing uh, doctor is like, hey, we got to freeze him. And then the general's like, nah, he's got regenerative tissue. We got to research that. We got to pick him apart and learn from this. Sure enough, they all get murdered. She escapes. Uh, She lures him into the, the... cryo-freezing thing, but then he stabs through it with his machete, and it leaks, and she's frozen, too. They wake up in 2045. And 2455, so, sorry. And uh, the ship comes in, and this whole group of people, probably 50 people, 700 it, at least, um, go, and they find the two the two people who have been yep. cryogenically frozen, and they bring him back to the ship. Um, they start to unfreeze him. Um, the, the head uh, professor guy, is. we find out that he's in it for the money. He's mm-hmm. trying to sell something because he needs the money, so he's like, I can sell you. You never know why he needs no, the money. He no, no idea. Needs the money. He needs the money. Um, but Desperately. I want to sell this woman, and the guy's like, no. And he's like, I want to sell Jason. He's like, Jason Voorhees? He's like, yep, absolutely, I'll sell you him. He doesn't know who he, he is like, until the guy's nope. like, Jason Voorhees. Yep, that's him. Yep. Yep. So then he, uh, then Jason wakes up. Uh, after the, the couple, you hear the couple orgasm, and he wakes up as if he's heard premarital sex, and he's just going to start murdering again. And he kills the, he kills a few people in the, oh, he freezes the girl's head and smashes it. That was my favorite it. one. That's the best yeah. one. And then, um, oh, God, I don't even remember now. Then, oh, KM, the android, is getting nipples put on, and they fall off, and she's introduced, and basically, 
Jesus Christ. Jason goes around murdering a whole bunch of people and they don't know what's going on and everybody's like, oh, this is weird. And then uh, they get on lockdown because they figure it out. And then the space marines, which are basically the space marines from Alien, go after Jason. And each one of them gets picked off one by one by one in very brutal ways. And the head guy gets stabbed twice. And he's like, it's going to take a lot more than one through the rib to yeah. get me. And then that'll do that'll it. That'll do it. But it didn't do it. He <laughs> remained alive. Um, but then, so... Uh, There's some murky details in this movie. Yeah, so they, they try and uh, disattach, I guess, yeah, from yeah, the sure. main ship. Oh, no, first they try and land on another ship, and then Jason fucks that up, That's and they right. end up blowing they up blow an entire colony ship. of yep. people. Yep. Uh, everybody at Solaris, dead. Right. Uh, and so then there's another ship out there who's like, we can come rescue you, and they're like, oh, actually, we're going to blow up in 30 minutes. If you can't make it in 30 minutes, don't yep. bother. And the girl's like, no, I don't want to die. Um, yep. So then they're like, all right, uh, well, we can figure this out. Let's go to the shuttle, yep. right? They're going to go to the shuttle, and they have to... De- they have to but they have then to there's up. something that happens there, and Sarge has to go back outside, and he's fighting there again, and then Jason punches through the hole, and they're fighting again, and then, um, then oh, shit. Uh, they oh, set, they oh, wait, no, Jason reality gets killed. First off, Jason gets killed by the, the cyborg, yeah, yeah, and yeah. then he gets reanimated by nanobots. We completely forgot that, and he becomes Super Jason. And then Super Jason comes in, starts fucking everything up. He punches the android's head off. It's just the android, the nerdy guy, and the doctor from the beginning, and then they think they're going to get attacked by Jason. The whole thing blows up. They get on the ship, and then Jason comes flying, and the guy saves him, and then they crash land on Lake. Earth. Whew, we're going to have to explain two. that a little bit more. Earth, Earth two. 2. Holy shit. There's a lot of details in here that get murky. Yeah. Because it's just like, kill, kill, it's, little plot. Because it's a bunch of anonymous stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like a, yeah. a bunch of stuff. So I, We, we uh, could have summed up two minutes of that by saying, stuff. Stuff. Stuff happened. Yeah. So I did want to mention that, I don't know if, did you ever uh, go on the 3D ride Body Wars back in the day? Mm-hmm. It was at Disney, I think it was at Epcot Center. I don't know if it was here in Disneyland, but in Disney World they had it, and it was uh, it was like a 3D ride where you go on it and it's all crazy and you had the glasses on, and it took you through your body, and you saw all the cells like the Magic School stuff. Bus, You're like a Magic School Bus. Why this ride doesn't exist anymore? It might have been Universal Studios. Remind me, kids, if you remember, because we're done learning. Yeah, we're done. We don't need to learn enough. Any. Enough of that. But the credits reminded me of that. I was like, oh, shit, it's Body Wars. We're going through Body Wars. And I just wondered if anybody else remember, remembered that. Um, if not, whatever. It's just me. Yeah. So they're at the Crystal Lake Research Facility in the beginning, awaiting Jason to be cryogenically frozen. Can I ask a question yeah. about cryogenically freezing? Mm-hmm. It, like, what do we know about cryogenically freezing? Well, and what makes it cryogenic versus regular freezing? We know... Uh, <laughs> I have no idea about that. Because th- we drop cryogenically freezing into you know, every movie. I think it's just something that's accepted in the science fiction film community as... Yep, they're frozen and preserved. And the way we do that is through cryogenics. Mm-hmm. Got it. Which okay. I, I assume it's some sort of... Because uh, if you just froze somebody, unless they're Captain America, they would die from freezing to death. Sure. So you would have to do it somehow cryogenically. Right. Right. <laughs> exactly. So, right. You just throw a big, big made-up Cryogenics is the yeah, key yeah, yeah. to yeah. all of this. That's what it is. I understand. So there's this guard, and Jason's just hung up by some chains yeah. and seemingly unconscious. I don't know how. And if we know anything from nine other films of this that's not going to hold him can we play clip number one because he sho- he puts a cover over him why don't you stare at this for a little while you'll be bastard he's getting freaked out by Jason so he puts like a like a sheet over yeah him. just like, a sheet hey, I don't want to look at you and you know stare at this for a little while you ugly bastard yeah you know um, I had a babysitter when I was a kid who uh, was not a very good babysitter and she really didn't like to hang out with me or my sister or play with us or anything mm. she'd just turn on the TV and, like, really inappropriate shit that I shouldn't be watching, like, Die Hard. Actually, we watched Single White Female when I was, like, nine. 
and she would make me watch shit that she wanted to watch. She'd just plop us in front of the TV and go, Why don't you stare at this for a little while, you bastard? I was like, whoa, all right. I'll stare at this for a little while because there's boobies in it, but you don't need to call me an ugly bastard. Yeah, that's... Single white female fucked me up. Sure. The dude from Wings gets a heel in his eyeball in that movie. That'll scar a kid. That's a situational comedy, Wings, isn't it? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. But single white female is not. No. So that's, you know, you got to prepare yourself for that, Mm -hmm. I guess. Um, I, from what I understand, um, Seth Green on the set of Austin Powers 2 was giving some maybe line suggestions or line readings. You don't do that. Um, we all know that. And Mike Myers was like, no, no. He was trying to be nice about it. Um, and he was like, no. And Seth Green, like, set up cue cards. And Ooh. Mike Myers was in the Fat Bastard costume. And he was he put them up. And he very angrily said to Mike Myers, Why don't you stare at this for a little while, you bastard? And Mike Myers was like, first of all, it's Fat Bastard. <laughs> Second of all, this is my movie. I love that you, you pulled out an Austin Powers reference. Yeah. A Austin movie, Powers 2. A movie trilogy I haven't thought of in forever, but it's a great one. It's one of the best. It's, it's one of the best. Um, Better than Godfather. So he puts the thing over him, and then there's the general being like, we gotta, we, like we said in the recap, we gotta study this guy. He has regenerative powers, which of course would happen in the real world. Sure. If there was a, a killer, no matter how many people this guy killed, if he had regenerative tissue, the government would be like, we got to fucking learn how to do this. We got to make soldiers out of it. We got to weaponize this. Yeah. That would happen. Yeah, so I'm like, cool. I buy this. However, however, Ben, mm-hmm. yeah. if you were going to do that and you had plans to do that, you would not be keeping him out in the open, held only by chains. Only by chains. Maybe in a room somewhere. You know, it's a, yeah, there's there's some logic flaws. Sure. There's some flaws in logic. Um, so the guard's been replaced. He's hanging up. And then Jason just annihilates everyone. And somehow there's a spear that he throws at the one guy. The one guy is running and he gets... Yep. Stabbed by a spear that I didn't see lying around. Maybe I missed it. I he fashioned it out of he his chains, probably. Yeah, <laughs> he fused the chain links together. And then Rowan is the only one left standing. He's like, "Get out of here!" She goes running. She's got this badass scene in a pantsuit. Looks like Claire Danes from Homeland with a shotgun, just blasting away at Jason. And then she locks him in the cryo chamber, and you think everything's cool until the world's either weakest cryo chamber or strongest machete sure. comes through. Because I don't care if Jason is super strong. His machete is not superhuman. No. <laughs> no. His machete does not have regenerative, the, regenerative powers. The, the, the cryo chamber is like this thick of pure metal that can freeze. He does it a couple times yeah. where he stabs through doorways to get to people. Yeah. Yeah. It's apparently his machete came back with him and has super strength because it guess. stabs her and she's bleeding out and then she freezes too and we cut to 2455 where I said a team of Star Lords come in because they all look like... <laughs> Star-Lords, they have these, like, gas masks on with these little things. And uh, there's, like, 40 of them, like you said. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I said, even in the future, there's the goofball, the stoner, the android, and the party girl. Little did I know there was about two or three of each of those. Sure. Um, Because there's several people that seem like the promiscuous fucking types. They all. There's the cool android, which is one. There's the guy with the cowboy hat, but then also the botanist dude who seemed like the same character. Same guy, yep. Um, There's... uh, also, when he calls the uh, the guy and he's auctioning off Jason or whatever, uh, it's the world's laziest whatever his job we is. We don't know what his job is. He just seems like he's just 
just woken up or just uh, gotten drunk, and it's just really like, you got It's such a weird. There's no context for that whatsoever. No. We don't know what time it is on the ship, and no. we don't know what time it is where that guy is. No. And we don't know what that guy does, and we don't know he's just gonna, why. He's going to give this professor dude a lot of money. Yeah, I guess. We don't really even know what these students study. We don't know anything. They're out there just exploring. So, and then the and, other thing was like... And not wearing midriff. They're yeah. And not, not covering and exposing their exposing their midriff. <laughs> exposing um, their, the, not, not wearing midriffs. Not wearing midriffs. They have no stomachs. They don't wear stomachs. They don't wear stomachs. Mm-mm. That's out of style. <laughs> um, so they find Jason. Yeah, so the guy who gets his arm cut off oh. by Frozen Jason. Which, let's set that up. So they're all just like, they're like, don't touch anything. And he gets a mug stuck to his hand, this stoner dude at first. He looks like Spicoli from Fast Times at Ridgemont High. And he's like, oh, oh, shit. Oh, and he can't get the mug off. The next thing he's doing, he's just fucking hitting, hitting away at the ice. Just like chipping away at it where Jason's there. Yeah. And then Jason falls over frozen and the machete cuts his arm clean off. Sure. Through bone. It's a super machete. It's We've a super machete. And now it's frozen. So good luck to and everyone. And I also, he freaks out, but everybody else is like, well, his arm got cut off. Right. And then you learn later that it's because they have this new technology in the future where nanotechnology seals up your arm and reheals it. But at first I was like, no one gives a shit about right. this. I know. It was stunning how little <laughs> people cared about that guy's arm. Oh, guy got his arm cut well, off? Dude deserved it. And I also like, it made me wonder what the limitations of that technology are because everyone died, but like... I think if it's a mortal wound, I would assume you couldn't. I don't... Why would we assume that? I don't you're right, know. You're right. Maybe... Why can't nanotechnology... Those, those little things can regenerate anything, sequel, it seems like. we can... Jason X1. Yeah. <laughs> we can bring it... Or 11. Yeah. We can bring or it all Z. back. Can, yes. Not the letter Z, but XI. Yeah, yeah. Pronounced Z. I like that. I like that. Thank you. Can we uh, play clip number B1? This is when they discover Jason, and they're not quite sure what his mask is. Can someone tell me what's on his face? Uh... Some kind of 20th century carbon filtration unit? Yep, yep. It's a hockey mask. Very good, Cinderon. What's a hockey mask? <laughs> Facial armor. Used in a sport outlawed in 2024. Why was hockey outlawed? No one knows. No one knows. But we've set up some world building. Sure. You know, that's what we call world building. Is that what we would call that? In 2024. So that's, you know, seven years away, hockey's going to be outlawed. Damn. By so- Jason extent. Soak it all in now, yeah. guys. LA Kings fans, get your games in. FS1, subscribe. Get some t-shirt cannons um, going. I mean, that's the only way to watch hockey. <laughs> t-shirt cannons. Um, I know nothing about sports. There's like sort of a shocking amount of um, wealth of knowledge about 450 years. Like, if we found a body from 450 years mm-hmm. ago, how much would you know about that time period, like, specifically? Well... I know that that was the android that, like, dropped that. Yeah, the that android would know. At, at the end. But, like, someone... Oh, like someone the dude- knew- the dude is like a hockey mask. Yeah, someone yeah. knew hockey mask, and then the guy who we don't know what his job is was like Jason Voorhees. Like, <laughs> how many people from <laughs> 450 a, years ago do you know by like, full name? Unless you're you specialize in that time period, not many. Or right. archaeologists. Maybe they're all archae- space archaeologists. I guess it was just it, it was funny to me how like quick the knowledge came to them, yeah. or how yeah. quick the information came to them. I should the, say. So Azriel is the guy's name who gets his arm cut off, uh, and then we have the cowboy space pilot, which you pulled a sound clip from this. Uh, can we play clip number two? I love this part. <laughs> and that's how they're taking off, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Can we play that again? I love this part. You know. Um, I actually, I got a, a massage in Vegas that was one of those um, 
where you the machine comes down and i was kind of freaking Ooh. out because it's claustrophobic because yeah. you're like put in like almost like a tanning bed that massages you and at first the, did was you a, get was it an mri or a massage no, it was a massage oh, okay they have them they're these machines yeah. <laughs> and at first it was on my feet and it was too ticklish i was like get off my feet get off my feet they're too ticklish and when they got up to my shoulders but they're just super wrecked and just started the machine just started going to town i was like i love this part. it was great that's pretty great I, here's this we have a surprise for you are you What's ready that? Um, it was when you were younger going on that ride you were just talking about in Disney yeah. at Epcot. Yeah. Um, and you were going through the body. Body wars. And we got, yeah, we got to the intestines and it was like shaking and you were I like. I it sounded familiar. <laughs> I love this part. I had a very low voice at a very young age. It was, it's, yeah, it's you actually, developed quickly. It's actually gotten higher in my adult life. Oh, that's interesting. They, should, they like, should study you. It's Benjamin buttoned itself. Um, if that makes sense. And then let's just play another one. I did say that the, um, so there's all these space marines. Apparently we've colonized the moon or something, or there's an Earth 2. We've colonized other places because Earth 1 died. Uh, can we cl play clip B2, which is the cowboy again? So what's your look like? It's cute. Yeah. And single. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so lonely. Yes! That's one of the moments where they fucking nail the tone yeah, of this movie. Totally. Because that's his second comment. There's another time where he's like, eh. like right before that he says something else creepy about the the cryogenically frozen woman. And then this, he's making a crack. She's single, obviously, because she doesn't know anyone from 455 years ago. Sure. But then instead of just making him the pervy stereotype, that <laughs> eh, I'm so lonely is perfect. Yeah. Like that's when this movie nails what they're going for. A hundred percent. Because I laugh my ass off at that. Because otherwise, I would just been like, "Fuck you! We don't need another one of those characters." Well, and it, it not only fuck you, but like it's at that point, if without the so lonely, it's not even a character. It's like this is gross. You like does the filmmaker think that like yeah, guy like I I don't even is know what the to filmmaker say. Like, Harvey Weinstein, yeah, kind of right, Ooh. but kind of yeah, yeah, and and so it like I almost pulled something. Um, from the first thing that he said, and I was like, I this I don't like this. And then yeah. the way he um, he comes around on it, I was like, oh okay, all right. Yeah. So they they know what's going. They on know here. that yeah. they they know that generally these movies have those kind of pervy right. characters. Yeah. And I mean, we had them in uh, what did I just in Killer Clowns from Outer Space? The ice cream truck drivers are yeah. just the total pervs. Yeah. Um, so let's keep going. We have uh, uh, oh yeah. So this is the this is the guy who we don't know his job. We right. just know he's drunk or, or just woken up. Yeah. And uh, the professor is saying he he has a find, and this is what he says. Clip number three. We've got a gold mine. A box of DVDs is not a gold mine. I told you I can't move. <laughs> you know what? It's uh, I actually tried to trade in some DVDs right before this. At Did you? Look records, and they're now selling all their DVDs. True story. They're all they're selling most new DVDs they get in for fifty cents over there. Ooh. So when I brought in a box of stuff that I thought was gold, they just looked at me and said, "We've got a gold mine. A box of DVDs is not a gold mine. I told you, I can't move." But I got Jason X in there. Is that? I'm not selling this. N no, not until after the show. <laughs> Yes. We need it for the show. We need it show. for the show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, anyways, let's move on to where... Uh, what's the groove on? Um, oh, so that's when uh, they're in the video game. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, And the Spicoli guy uh, kills the other guy, and he's like, it's nine to three. 
Um, and the Spicoli guy says, Yeah, but I got my groove on now, you know what I'm saying? You want him to die so bad. I, so badly. You know, in a way that, can you play that again? Because it sounded like Channing Tatum. Yeah, but I got my groove on now, you know what I'm saying? A little bit, a, a little, little bit. bit. But we actually have a sound clip from Channing Tatum doing that. And it, uh, here it is, you ready? Yeah, but I got my groove on, you know what I'm saying? Oh, wow, I, I Channing never, Tatum, huh? Channing Tatum in the, in the was, studio again. That's amazing. So Jason, like I did mention how um, Jason wakes up basically uh, when he starts thawing out and he starts moving like Baby Groot almost where he's moving and then the doc looks over and he stops. He's moving again. She looks over and he stops. And then the couple is having sex, the ones that wanted to fuck on his pseudo dead body. And it's funny, they time it out. This had to be intentional. With her orgasm, he goes, and sits up. Because these movies, everybody knows this, or most people know that the horror films, slasher films, originally were like morality tales masked in a ridiculous, um, whatever, uh, facade. I almost said charade. (laughs) That too. Either one. That too. But like uh, Jason always killed the pot smokers, the premarital sex, uh, the booze drinking. It was just a way to scare kids to be like, oh, it's like, you know, the boogeyman. He comes after you because of what you're doing. Scream told us all that stuff too. Anyways, but I thought it was, that was another part that it gets really right where they orgasm and he's like, premarital sex. I want to kill people. So they got that part of it right. But when he's like twitching and she keeps turning around every time he twitches. Yeah. And then he fully gets up, and she doesn't, and notice. She doesn't notice at all. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. I had a little bit of a hard come on, time but with. it leads to the greatest kill ever, <laughs> which I actually tweeted out a gif of it where she gets her head shoved into the I freezing, the cryo stuff, and then pulled out and then smashed and it. shatters. And it's awesome, that it's is so tremendous. awesome. So uh, let's move on because we got a ton of kills. We got oh my god, we only have like fifteen minutes. If we got more, let us know. If we got a couple more minutes, um, oh my god. There's so much that happens in here. Let me see. God, help Stuff. me out here. KM is... Uh, there's some weird, like, um, robot human love going on in this, where uh, the nerdy guy is definitely into KM. Yeah, that's pretty judgy. He, uh, Did, yeah, but you know, a, you're right. There's you're a right. human girl who's into him. Yeah. And he's like... He's uh, like, no, I like KM no. and her me- metallic nipples. I like the woman that I created. <laughs> she puts on the nipples, and they fall off, and they sound like... like Actual silver dollars hitting the floor. Yeah. Like, just like, king, king. They might have been. I mean, if she's not made of flesh, that seems like it would be a, a, a painful romp. Sure. I guess. Maybe he's into it. We did find out that people love painful sex because the professor yeah. was into nipple twisting. <laughs> yeah, we forgot about that. He's wearing women's laundry and getting his nipples it. twisted yeah. by a giant clamp. And he's like, you'll get an A. Um, now we're at where Jason wakes up and they have to bring in his sound effect. Can we play clip B3? And they almost commit to like a remix of it where it's like, can we play that again? That's, I don't know why something as simple as someone whispering is so scary. Yeah, I think it's because it sounds like someone is whispering behind you a little bit. Like it sounds like someone's sneaking up behind you. I've played the Friday the 13th video game and anytime Jason, it's a multiplayer game online and anytime Jason gets close to you, that starts and it instantly makes you go, oh, fuck, oh, shit. Yeah. And as he gets closer, the screen actually gets darker and your vision gets worse. And it 
fucks with you. It's an awesome game. I would check it out. And if well, let's play, kids, uh, any, or adults. Only whoever. kids. Only, nope. <laughs> nope. That you, sounds weird. You only invited the kids. <laughs> nope. I invite everyone, all ages, to play it's Friday the Thirteenth. Too late. Uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> so um, there's the uh, wait. Wait. So oh my God, he he stabs one guy with the machete and then pulls it out blade first and the handle goes back through him. Yeah. That was a good one. Yeah. That was a good one. So the space, basically what happens is they realize that, uh, they've come to the realization that Jason is, uh, here, he's killing people. They found the dead smashed face. Uh, and then they, (laughs) that's her name, dead smashed face. Dead smashed face. They go get the BFG, the big fucking gun, all the space Marines lock and load, biggest weapons you've ever seen. They go to fuck up Jason and they each get picked off one by one by one, just super methodical. And there's um, the dude that tries to karate fight Jason. He has the best kill because he gets screwed, as they say. Yep. He literally gets knocked off and falls on something that just happens to be a giant corkscrew in this spaceship where they make sure to show the body go. I love I love that he gets impaled and then very slowly starts so good. circling down. That, by the way, little known fact, I don't know yeah. if you looked it yeah, up yeah. on IMDb, that is for the very large wine bottles they have on Oh, Deck. oh yeah, 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 yep. yep, yep. But they have to turn them upside they, down, they, they, upside then, down, because they're they, in space. Yeah, because gravity. Yeah, Every, yeah, everyone knows yeah, that. Yeah. He slits uh, Gecko's neck, and then he chops the dude in half. And the guy's crawling to say, "Jason's killing us all." I always find that funny in slasher films where someone is cut directly in half. A, again, super machete. Because right. how did it cut through all that bone and flesh and everything? Don't know. And B, how are you still alive? I'm pretty sure you're dead instantly if your bottom half is gone. I don't know a lot of things about science I, yeah. and the human body, but I'm pretty sure you're right about that. I mean, you would bleed out within seconds if you're not dead. Yeah. I mean, you would at least be unconscious in shock, right? <laughs> you wouldn't like, be crawling wouldn't... and be able to be like, Jason's fucking us all up. No, you would not have <sighs> the wherewithal to... To crawl your way to a walkie. No, no. You'd be like, no. your first thought would be like, I hope someone saves my life. Yeah. You would not be like, I'm going to save the lives of everyone else like, on oh, this fuck. ship. Yeah. Oh, man, somebody help me out here. Someone, get that nano shit yeah, over here. Get, get those get little bugs. Shit. Yeah. Why don't they just send the nanobots in? They should just, just be on the ship at all just times. All, at all times. Just right? at the ready. They should just be uh, We already talked about Sarge getting stabbed twice, where he's like, that's ah, going to take a lot more than that. Okay, fuck it. You got me. Um, and then cowboy dude gets killed he gets ripped apart yep jason gets in the cockpit he rips apart the cowboy guy and then we're in the uh the solaris bay blows up and it looks like a sega cd cutscene. doesn't look great all the space stuff looks so terrible all the ship stuff looks incredibly bad what what i wanted to say uh, i didn't want to forget to say this every time the ship gets rocked and they give like a wide of everyone feeling the rock of yeah. the ship. It's, those were my favorite parts of the movie. Because it's like everybody's moving to a different rock. Yep, they're all moving to it's a like different rock. It's like when you rock. can tell someone's da- everyone's dancing, but there's no music at a dance scene. Yeah. Where they're like, and one person's like, and the other's like, right. And that's it, me at every dance. It party. was it was such a clear on three. One, one two, two, three, three rock. Ready? Yeah. Jazz, yeah. One, two, three. Whoa. See, Whoa, those see? were two totally different, <laughs> very different things. I hope we got that in a two shot. If not, well, too bad. You guys all heard it on um, the podcast, though. So, <laughs> so then, uh, I love that. So the, the Space Marines have been killed. Jason's banging on the door. And then there's this super long sequence, just like in Hatchet, where they're looking about the cat or the animal, where they're like, wait, shh. And Rowan keeps going, shh. And they're like, seriously, don't go by the fucking door. She's like, I don't think he's out there. And they come smashing through. And attacks the teacher, and they're like, ah, get out of here! And is this where Scream Like a Girl happened? Sure. Damn! What? 
You scream like a girl. Screw you. You wish. Oh, those are the Marines. Yeah, those are the Marines. Screw you. You wish. See, everybody has some. Se- there's That's a lot what I'm of sexual saying. tension. Everybody. A lot of sexual tension. And in fact, we missed. This is another thing with Smoke This Fucker, is another Marine clip. Let's smoke this fucker. They got all these badass space marines that we know nothing about right they could have literally just made this movie about the space marines but then it would have just been aliens sure with jason so i see what they were doing there but you can tell that all of these space marines were like i hate that you brought jason on board because i was just about to fuck (laughs) exactly what's club number what's blamed for this um let's play let's hear it i think it's the cowboy oh yeah kids in the goddamn field trips you know Let's bring a psycho on board. So that's before the cowboy gets ripped to pieces. I think it gets ripped to pieces uh, right after that. Yeah, I think so. Right after that. And then, um, so now Jason kills the professor. Uh, he's chasing everybody down. There's all this other stuff. They'd mentioned a Microsoft conflict at some point. They're like, hey, he should have been around for the Microsoft conflict. Yep. That was before. Uh, anyone stopped caring about Microsoft. I guess. Microsoft was huge in 2001. Windows 98. Windows 98, everybody. Uh, I, there's he, Oh, he smashes the botanist dude who I get confused with the cowboy guy. I think they're the same. By electrocuting him. Um, I'm just trying to remember all the kills. It's really difficult. There's... What is gone? Clip number eight, please. Solaris is gone. Oh, yeah. Gone? Can't be gone. Look for yourself. It's gone. That's excellent screenwriting. That, so that's one of the examples of maybe just like lean into it because I feel like that it's was gone. written as serious exposition. Yeah, like we have to explain that this is gone. You like, just kill hundreds of people. Yeah, because they they go to dock and Jason basically fucks up their landing and it makes the entire Solaris ship blow up like a Sega CD video game cutscene. And then uh, Rowan comes out dressed in. The feisty girl. Oh, just one of the other girls that's down to fuck. Yep. Uh, can we play clip number nine? Just don't rip my pants. <laughs> There's so many things. There's so many things there. You know, um, I uh, I had a I had a friend one time who who was having issues with his stomach Ooh. and needed. It was when we were younger, when we were kids. You know, yeah. and and I he relate. was having issues with his stomach. And I was like, here, I got an extra pair of pants because I was always afraid of pissing my pants. I never did, but I always had it just in case. Smart. Just in case. And I was like, here, I'm going to help you out. You know, just, uh, you promise you're done. You're done, though, all right? Because. Just don't wreck my pants. They're my favorite khaki cargo pants. Yeah. You know how much everybody in the 90s loved cargo pants. I still love cargo pants. There's so many pockets. They're so handy. There's so many pockets. Whenever I put chapstick in my pants or shorts without cargos, it just, it's like a little lump, like a chapstick lump. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like it. You're right to not like it. So we actually have a surprise for you. (laughs) You do? Yeah. Um, So we have audio of uh, you dressed as Tom Hanks from Castaway. Yeah. And people trying to rip your loincloth from you. And every time they tried, you would say... Just don't rip my pants. So as promised, your voice did get higher as you got older. You're right. You're right. Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate you bringing back some of the audio from my childhood. Of course. So This is your life. (laughs) This is your life. So Jason uh, starts chasing the the remaining people around after the space marine, after the professor dies. Um, Which, by the way, the botanist gets scared by the professor's head being held up next to him, where he's like, oh, hey there. Oh, shit. Which is hilarious to me. Um, K- uh, Kinzel runs off. She's another one, another just expendable, down to fuck teenager. She's like, I'm getting out of here. And she, and they're like, wait, the fuel pumps aren't 
take it off yet. Something. She goes, blows up, and then they're all left there with Jason, no way off. And what do they say? What's their uh, clip number 10? Um, now basically we die. Yeah. 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 You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, uh, spoiler alert for the new Geostorm movie starring oh. Gerard Butler. Uh, the, the thing about controlling the weather and then the weather starts fighting back. Ooh. Um, I hear that towards the end, one of the characters, as shit's hitting the fan, just says, Um, now basically we die. Yeah. Basically. Along with four million other CGI, uh, faceless, nameless characters, like all disaster films. Yeah. I'm actually kind of excited for that movie because it looks stupid as because shit. Because of Gerard Butler. But who isn't excited for the next Gerard Butler film? And then, not uh... A, not a soul. Cam! The role, the, we got to talk about the cyborg fight with Jason. Yeah. So I sh- they insinuate that her and the guy like weird science fuck or something. They definitely do. She gets an upgrade. They for sure and, fuck. And she becomes basically Mila Jovovich from Resident <laughs> so Evil. So I wish I had pulled this, but when when she's like, we have thirteen percent chance of survival, and then they like kiss, <laughs> and she's like, now it's up to fifty three. It's like, why? why? Did he just impregnate you, and now you're gonna like? <laughs> I don't, I don't understand, understand what just happened. I don't understand that at and all. He, and then he's like, want to go for 100? I, I don't get it at all. And so she comes out like she has, Mila she has She has the bullets. Bullets which awesome. are Which are for what? I don't know. Just she never badass. goes for him. Yeah. She's in full leather now. She looks super badass. She roundhouse kicks Jason like 700 times. She shoots him with like 40 different guns. Similar to um, in Boondock Saints where she just throws the gun. She's like, I'm done. I'm not reloading. It's so awesome. You have to just watch the sequence. I can't even explain it in the badassery that happens. But she shoots off his arm, shoots off his leg, and then he's, and each time he dies and then he gets back up and the music cue plays again to comedic effect where it's like, And then finally, she blasts his head just clean off. Yep. And it's just like a crescent moon shape here. That's it. Yeah. Dead. And you're like, all right. Because it was a machete, uh, yeah. machete bullet no, machete that just like it just, sliced him yeah, clean. Exactly. Yeah. It's a super machete bullet. So then Jason's dead. And for all intents and purposes, this could be the end of the movie. They could just have like an Armageddon, Michael Bay moment where it's like, we got to land the ship. Not in Jason X, nope. motherfuckers. Nope. Because they forgot that they shot him and made him land exactly on the nanotechnology uh, main motherboard area. I guess. And the nanotechnology, as we found out, doesn't need activation. It just it just it senses a subject and it, goes, it says huh, on it. You need fixed on it. And especially when there's <laughs> no clear, there's boss. not enough live tissue. Right. So it goes to metallic tissue or metallic elements around, and so Jason becomes. Super, like remember Super Shredder and Teenage Mutant yes, Ninja Turtles? Yes, of course Yeah, this is basically Alien meets a Jason movie meets T- Secret of the Ooze. Sure, because he's Super Shredder, but only for the last ten minutes of the movie. Right. So he comes out as Super Shredder, and what does Rowan, the super sexy scientist lady, have to say? Can we play clip number? Uh, can we play clip number B plot? Nailed it. <laughs> can we play <laughs> clip number B four? God, can we play that again? Because she's so badass. You just want that shit to happen in every yeah. horror film. Like, this is what's fucking happening. Yeah. If, if you had, we're an hour and fifteen minutes into this shit storm and you don't know yet. Yeah, I love when you answer the question a what question with a who. Yeah. What's happening, Jesse fucking McIntosh? That's what's happening. I, I like. That's what I say every week after when when Renee's like, "So what happened on your show?" I say, "Jesse fucking McIntosh right. happened on my <laughs> that's show." Exactly right. That's what's happened. <laughs> sometimes for good, sometimes for bad. So they blow up the charges. They think Jason blew up with it. He somehow reattached the ship. 
punches a hole through it. We said how she goes, this really sucks, and gets sucked out the hole. Yep. And then they're like, we got to distract him while we try and figure out some other thing to escape. And can we... So they make a VR Camp Crystal Lake because somehow they have this in their archives. Sure. And they tempt Jason with the three things he loves to kill most. Clip number B5, please. Hey, you want a beer? Or do you want to smoke some pot? <laughs> or we can have premarital sex. Tops off. <laughs> we love premarital sex. And then the greatest death scene, second only to the freezing face. Yeah, this was pretty good, but only second because we couldn't actually see them. Yeah. But still <laughs> they great. In, they get in the sleeping bags and they're giggling. And then the next shot is Jason just like Looney Tunes style <laughs> smashing the one girl in the, in the sleeping bag against the other over and over and over until the one on the ground stops moving. Which you'd think they both would stop moving from the force of it. You would think so. But apparently the one being... Being the hitter, not the hitty. The uh-huh. hitty dies first, and the hitter takes one to the tree. Yep. And it's a fantastic sequence. If you haven't seen it, look it up. Just watch the whole movie, because it's hilarious. Uh, so then he he realizes it's all uh, an illusion, and he's like, you're not going to fool me with this beer pot and sex, especially premarital sex. Sure. That's what he is. <laughs> yeah. I love that we he was like... We love premarital sex. I love he was like, I know you're fooling me, but fuck those hallucinations. <laughs> He's like, I, I will deal with you momentarily. Hold on a second. I'm just going to fuck up this, some VR. This just, just you're yeah. just pushing all my fucking buttons yeah. right now. So then, uh, K, oh, first off, he as soon as Super Jason arrives, he just punches KM's head off. Yeah. she's she, But she's not dead. She's still ahead. Right. And then <clears throat> Jason's in there, and I know we got to wrap up, so... Um, J- uh, Jason's coming after him. They get in the the escape hatch. The the people that came to rescue him. They get in there, and the ship blows up. Right as Jason and the Sarge, who's still alive, who went out there and fixed shit, whatever, they're about to square off, and then everything blows up. And you think both of them are dead. Sure. And then Jason comes flying at them. So silly. In, in space, <laughs> and they're like, "You've got to be fucking kidding me," which is what everyone in the audience is thinking. And then right at the last minute, in the worst CGI ever, Sarge just is like. Whoop! Yeah. Scoops Jason up, and as they fly off in peace, Jason and Sarge, full on meteorite, killer yeah. clown style, crash on Earth 2, where these two scantily clad, down to fuck down teenagers to fuck. are by a lake, and they go, Hey, hey, what is that? That meteor crashed over by that lake. And then we see Jason's mask fall into. So the reason those two people didn't make it onto the ship is because they were more interested in the falling star than they were in fucking. Yeah. If they had been more interested in fucking, they, they would have made on it ship. on the ship. They would have been on the ship. That's how that you goes. You know, can we play just. I know we got to wrap up. I want to play B5 one more time because it's so fun. Or do you want to smoke some pot? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's it. All right. Well, that's all we have time for. So we got to wrap up. Or do you want to smoke some pot? Or we can have premarital sex. <laughs> we love premarital sex. We love premarital sex. I feel so bad they had to get topless for that one scene, but it's hilarious. Yeah, so it's, it's great. You know, it's better than uh, most scenes where people have to get topless in, I guess. Well, that's a fun note to end on. Sure. Uh, hey, ladies and gentlemen, where can they find you, Jesse? You can, can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Too Much Jesse and for sketch at The Prom Losers. Yeah, you can find me at, at The Ben Begley on Instagram and Twitter, and you can find at Guilty Movie Guys. That's us. Come talk to us there. Tell us your favorite guilty Halloween pleasures and all that stuff. And uh, well, Halloween Three should be next week. We think with but maybe we'll, Tom Hanks. We'll, we'll see with maybe Tom Hanks. And until next time, what is your guilty movie pleasure? From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. 
I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals. 